All right, so we're just doing real quick introductions. So just say your name. So Debbie, what, what is your favorite genre? And tell, tell us who you are. I am um, Debbie Hazelton, and um, I'm the managing director of ACB Radio, but I'm, I'm also crazy, <laughs> wacky witch, and all kinds of um, <laughs> good things. But um, I love to read, but I read more, I read more nonfiction. Okay. Kind of interesting. I I've noticed that I prefer Perfect. nonfiction, but every now and then I love <laughs> fiction. So it's kind of interesting. Yeah. So thank you. Good to be here at the last minute. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you want me to call on people? <laughs> I do, Cindy. Yes, please. Okay. Um, let's see. How about uh, Jeffrey? You just came in. How about you introduce yourself and tell us what your favorite genre of reading is? You want me to go next? Uh, there's a Jeffrey, not Jeff, Jeffrey. Oh, Jeffrey. Oh, all right. I'm definitely not Jeffrey. <laughs> and Jeffrey, if you're, if you're talking Jeffrey, you might be muted because we don't okay, hear you. Okay, so Jeffrey's not talking right now. So Jeff, why don't you go ahead? Oh, good. Okay, well, I'm definitely yeah. not Jeffrey. No. That really is my name, but I don't like it. No, so. I do not like Jeffrey. Yeah. Well, good evening, everyone. I'm Jeff Bishop, and uh, my favorite—I I love all kinds of books. Um, it kind of just depends on my mood. Uh, I'll read everything from science fiction and fantasy to mystery to, you know, traditional girl books like all the Little House in the Prairie series, um, and and many more, actually. So, and, and I love children's uh, literature. In fact, the, the, the funnest book I think I've read recently was the, on Bard, they have, they have the entire Mrs. Piggle Wiggle collection of books available that you can get. It's nine and a half hours long and they're wonderful. Brings back great memories of uh, when I read those when I was, a, when I was a child, so. Excellent, thank you. All right, Cecily. Hi, um, my name is Cecily Nipper and I am from Georgia. My favorite genre is nonfiction, especially medical, anything medical. All right, awesome, thank you. All right, um, uh, Allie. Hi, I'm Allie, I like, um, I like nonfiction to an extent, mainly of like either memoir or, um, I like, um, there's a few authors that are foster carers and they write about kids that they've fostered. Um, and I really enjoy those. Right now I'm reading a Jodi Picoult book. It's um, more of a realistic fiction. All right, and if your area code begins with 270, why don't you introduce yourself? Two seven zero. Okay. Is that me? Yes. Ah, okay. Uh, I'm Jeffrey. And, uh, there you go. Hi, Jeffrey. Go ahead and introduce yourself, Jeffrey. Uh, I'm Jeffrey Thompson, and I, uh, I'm an ACB member, and uh, I'm interested in reading, generally. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, and is there somebody with the 270 area code? 
828, if your area code begins with 828. This is Judy with an 828. I'm in North Carolina. And I am like Jeff in that I pretty much read everything, but I am not a nonfiction person at all. <laughs> but I will read children's book like he does. All right, Casey. Yeah, uh, well, I like to read a lot of different things um, from, you know, politics to history to romances. But if I really want to be comforted, and I've read this series three times, it's, but it's, it's always, it always lifts me up. It's a, it's, a, it's a series called the O'Malley series by D. Henderson. It's Christian fiction, but it's about this family who were, uh, they were all orphans and they were all brother and they all adopted one another to become brother and sisters. So there's like, I think seven of them or something like that. And although one of them is dying of cancer, she leads everyone to Christ at some point in the, in the series. And it's, it's a fascinating book because one of them is a hostage, hostage negotiator, the other is a trauma psychologist, another a fire person. And, and it's, it's a fascinating story on how they all interact. And, it, it's, uh, and sometimes I'll read Karen Kingsbury books to, for comfort uh, about faith and stuff like that. So that's kind of what I, you know, if I really need to be comforted, that's kind of how I do it. All um, right. Thank you. Ibrahim. Yeah. You introduce yourself. Uh, Ibrahim from Massachusetts. And um, I like a, a wide variety of books. I like um, science fiction, fantasy, um, a lot of like bios, especially of like um, famous people or uh, in a way well-known figures. Um, I mean, there's not much I want to read except maybe scary stories. I'm not a fan of those. And um, the one book I've just started listening to again is uh, Jane Eyre. I love that. It's classic. Awesome. All right. Thank you. Deborah. Hi. Um, I'm Deborah Lovell, and I'm from Georgia, Augusta, Georgia. And oh, that's I'm, where my old stomping grounds. I'm from. Yeah, who is this? Your name? So my name is Mika. Oh, cool. Um, there's not much. I don't care for science fiction as a whole, but I love just about everything else. Some fantasy, um, romances, suspense. Um, historical novels, novels about world figures, a um, little bit of everything. All right. All right. And if your area code begins with 425. Ooh, Seattle. That's me. All right. Is that Gina? It's Jenny. Jenny. Go ahead. Go ahead, Hi, Jenny. Jenny. What's your, what is your favorite, what's your favorite genre? You know, I'm I'm kind of um, I like nonfiction um, in the way of oh I I personally like bios of you know uh, not necessarily famous people but people where um, it sounds interesting on the book or it's been recommended by somebody else to read that particular one somebody that I would trust or um, personally I like obviously faith books because. Um, I do believe in God, so I, I read a lot of faith books, again, based on referrals from people that I trust. And just in general, um, 
some fiction, as in a storyline. I don't mind okay. reading that, but nothing like fantasy or virtual or anything like that. All right. Okay. And I'm going to try again, 270. Your area code is 270. No? Okay. All right, then me. Yes. So I'm Cindy. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so, you know, when I... So I, I enjoy if I, if I just want a really quick and fun read, um, I love like a kind of like a ranch kind of on the ranch and um, mm -hmm. like the little, um, what do you call those, um, mail order bride stories and, um, but I really have been enjoying a great deal World World War II stories. Me too. Um, that are, um, you know, they're fiction, but they're based off of, um, you know, some truths and, you know, often diaries and things like that. Yeah. And uh, a lot of them that I've been reading are about women involved in World War II. So I really enjoyed that. And my big comfort read is the Little House series. So Jeff, you stole it from me. How dare you? And they're not girl books. Yeah, <laughs> they're just start throw that wonderful. out there. <laughs> And before I introduce myself, Cindy, I just wanted to know, are we raising hands or are we going to call our names when we have questions? No, you Boom. don't have that many people here. I think you people could just say their first name and you could call okay. on them. Gosh, gotcha. All right. Okay. That sounds great. Do we want to share how to mute themselves though if they need to? I mean, it's quiet right now, but yeah, go for it. So if you're on the app, it's in the lower left-hand corner. You can mute and unmute. Uh, if you're on a computer, it's Alt-A. Again, that will mute and unmute. And if you're on a phone with a keypad, it's star six. And that will mute or unmute. So if you have background noise, please do that. And otherwise, say your name if you want to share. Go ahead. Mute. Yes. Don't say our name. Say your name so that we know yeah. <laughs> we know who you are. <laughs> Don't make us guess. <laughs> so my name is Mika, and, um, and I love reading. And my favorite genre is, um, is romance. Um, my favorite genre is romance and as well as, um, as fantasy. So um, I love happily ever afters. I don't like books with sad endings. So um, I need my books to end happily. If I want a sad ending, I can watch the news. So <laughs> um, Mika, you have one more person that joined us, Kathy. Kathy. Hey, Kathy, would you introduce yourself and let us know what your favorite genre is? I'm Kathy Blackburn. I live in Austin, Texas. I'm a retired state employee. I used to be a reader consultant. Um, my favorite genre is mystery, so I tend to be more on the side of the cozy mysteries than the really graphic one. All right, thank you. So when I was, um, when I thought about the topic of this call, um, right now with everything kind of topsy-turvy in our world, um, the my biggest escape is reading, but I've kind of been in a book slump lately. And so whenever I find myself in a book slump, I find myself going back to books that I have found comforting. And what is a comfort read? Well, a comfort read, a comfort read is anything that you read that you find some comfort in. Like maybe that book 
gives you a good feeling or maybe you just feel or maybe you just go back to that book like it's an old friend it doesn't necessarily mean that it has to be a fluffy hug it out book as I like to think of them but um but it could mean that maybe it's like a favorite mystery maybe it's maybe it's a true crime book or just something that is that that maybe seems familiar and maybe it's like a warm hug and it's just something that's that's just a familiar piece of literature so that you don't have to think too hard and this is the book that you go back to because you really can find some comfort and solace in that so um as I'm going to tell you one of my comfort books. Oh, and before I start, I want to welcome ACB radio listeners. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in. And um, and hopefully I can remember all these books that we're gonna talk about tonight. So, <laughs> um, so my book, the one that I really have been enjoying is a series called The Others by Ann Bishop. And the first, the first book in that series is called Written in Red, and it is an urban fantasy series. So basically lots of creatures living, urban fantasy is just different creatures living in modern day world. So, um, and this book is basically about a woman who has escaped from something. She doesn't really remember who she is or what she's done. And she finds this town of kind of rough and tumble people who are um, who are creatures and who live like by different rules. And so basically this book is like a love letter to found family. She ends up she ends up finding people who really care about her and she ends up caring about them. And this whole series just talks about how they have helped to change her world. And um, and I love the series so much that after I finished the fifth book, I went right back and started over at book one because I found that it was so, that it was so comforting. Even if the things that were happening in the book may not have been the most comforting, um, just just going over those scenes again where where these characters were treating Megan or Meg with all this all of this love and care, even if it was like really gruff, it's it's just been one of those things that has really been really nice to read. So if you would have, if you have a comfort book that you would like to talk about, um, say your name and I will put you in the queue. Kathy Blackburn. All right, Kathy. And is there anyone else? Ibrahim Khalil. Deborah. All right, so we're gonna go Kath, um, Kathy, Ibrahim, and Deborah. Go ahead, Kath. Go ahead, Kathy. Okay, I think I, I keep coming back to the, uh, Series by James Runcie. I'm sorry. What's the What's the name of the series? A Sydney Chambers. Okay. Like the, the Glanchester. They're called the Glanchester. They're set. They're set in a little town near near Cambridge. Okay. England. And uh, the author's James Runcie, R-U-N-C-I-E. They made. They also adapted them for TV. Uh, on PBS. Oh, very nice. And yeah, they it start they start right after World War II and go up maybe in, into the nineteen sixties or so. Um, and uh, the uh, main character is um, a vicar uh, from the over from the Church of England, and but he 
has this habit of showing up where things have happened and his best friend is a policeman and Sydney since, since people seem to trust him he ends up solving solving the crime but they're usually you know very, very gentle stories and the violence isn't too graphic and perfect my, my other favorite series I'll just say real quickly is uh, a series of knitting mysteries um, called The Seaside Knitters by uh, Sally Goldenbaum. That's my favorite too, one of my favorites. Excellent. Thank you so much, Kathy. Oh, no, sorry. All right, Abraham. So um, <clears throat> the books I keep going back to, um, one of, one of my favorite series is uh, called The Boxcar Children Mysteries. And uh, just like these four uh, orphans who lost their parents and they know that they have a grandfather, but they don't know much about him. And they end up living in a boxcar. And then after they uh, get adopted by the grandfather, they start solving mysteries. So I guess you put it in the category of like uh, cozy mysteries. I just keep going back to that series. Excellent. And uh, the lighter is uh, Gertrude Chandler Warner for that series. All right. Thank you very much. And Deborah. Okay. Well, I was going to mention the Seaside, Seasiders Knitter series by um, Sally Goldenbaum. I started, I, I got into that one a couple of years ago when we were, when I was trying to learn to knit. And, um, and then I started and read the whole series and I'm waiting for the next one to come out. And I think they're just really good books. It takes place on the coast of um, Massachusetts and um, it's a suspense, but it's also about a small town and the people that make it up. Um, another one series that I like is the author is Louise Penny and it, uh, the Three Pines series. It takes place in a fictitious town in uh, Quebec, Canada, uh, right on the border of Canada and um, Vermont. And it's a good series. I think there's so far about 12, 15 novels in the series, but it basically follows a detective um, through, um, through different crimes that go on in that small town. That's um, I forgot his name, but yeah, I I know that, I know the series. Yeah, I can't think of Armand Grigent. I can't pronounce this. I'll slaughter the French. So, <laughs> and then, thank you, um, Mika. Brandon came in. Oh, I know he snuck in. Brandon, introduce yourself and tell me what your favorite genre is. Um, hello everyone. My name is Brandon Reed. Um, when do you say where I'm from too? that help yeah okay cool um i'm from southern california um my favorite genre oof. um i would say fantasy but also science fiction is also in there i don't know i'm not really reading anything currently right now but yeah those are just my two favorite genres awesome thank you welcome does anyone else have a comfort read cindy cindy Cecily. Cindy and Cecily, and then was there someone else that said something? All right, I'm gonna also put Natalia's name in there after Cecily. All right, <laughs> go ahead, Cindy. Okay, so I said 
you know, little house books. Um, and, and the reason is that you just grow so attached to that family and they're so wholesome and there's just so much love in that family. I mean, how can you not be comforted? And even when they go through hard times, they go through it together and there's, anyway, I just, oh, I just love it. Um, but really it's about like, if I really want to have a comfy, cozy read, whether it's the little house books or something else, it would be with a braille book. So that's, that's what makes me like really comfy, cozy is if I can just like sit in a recliner or on a, on a couch up against a pillow and just, you know, just veg out and read braille. Um, that's what makes me really happy. Um, so yeah, that's it. Awesome. Awesome. So true. Thank you. Cecily. Well, I salute you, Cindy. Um, my braille is definitely not good enough to enjoy reading a book yet at this time, but, uh, well, don't Maybe give up day. on it. Don't give up on it. Maybe one day. Um, my comfort read has been lately, Everybody's Got Something by Robin Roberts, uh, host of the Today's Show, where she went through um, myelodysplastic syndrome, which is a type of cancer. And I also went through myelodysplastic syndrome and am in remission right now. So having the same type of cancer that she had, reading about her struggles just meant so much to me, it was so comforting. So that's the one that I've been enjoying here lately. Excellent. Thank you. Natalia. Hello. Hi. There you are. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure if I accidentally muted myself. Um, my favorite comfort book ha is, funnily enough, not a psychological thriller. It's sort of a memoir. It's called The Last Lecture by Randy Pausch. And, oh, man, that book, it, it honestly shaped a lot of the ideals and things that I uphold now. I read it when I was about 14, and it follows, you know, just tells a story of this guy who has cancer. And he is led, he is able to lead a TED talk and he calls it his last lecture. And he discusses, you know, just about how it's what there's no point in getting mad at the small things in life, you know, because bigger things could be happening and not to discount your experiences because they didn't work out exactly the way you wanted them to, but you still had those experiences. And that book for me, you know, whenever I feel like I need a reminder that I, you know, should stay grounded, it is a really good book. The lecture is also available. Um, if you go into YouTube and you type in the last lecture and it, oh man, it blew, it blew me away all those years ago and it still blows me away every time I read it. I get a bit teary-eyed <laughs> and honestly, it's just one of my favorites. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. <coughs> Is there anyone else who would like to talk about their comfort reads? And some of you I know on here, so I will start calling on you. <laughs> Especially if I know that you read a lot. Especially if you live down the hall from her. Yes, especially <laughs> yeah, if you live down the hall. I, I was, I was just, I was just 
like coming into volunteer and then you kept talking and I was like oh good I haven't found the I had lost the mute the unmute button uh, <laughs> but yes I'll talk um <laughs> I I think that for me what I've what I've been doing I haven't been reading very much either because name? oh my name is Shannon I live right across the hall from Mika <laughs> 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 literally um no I the uh Lately, I've been reading just sort of like the the like the fluffy parts in a lot of the romances I've been reading, and um, the the comfort books that I keep going going back to lately have been um, books that I I bought on Kindle um, that a friend of mine that I kind of became friends with after I read her books <laughs> um, wrote. <laughs> And they're they're a uh, like a they're a two book series, and one of them is called the Moon Ethereum, and one of them is called the Sun Ethereum. And the author's name is Lady Rowan, which is spelled R O W Y N. Um, and they're they're fantasy books with a with like a, a lot of romance in them, so that hits the like chocolate peanut butter sweet spot for me. And they're just like. Um, the the second one in particular is is sort of like this great plot about like um nothing terribly earth-shattering happens except there's this festival that has to to come off so it's not like super super high stakes but the big conflict for the characters is um sort of like finding people in their life that will accept them for the kind of people that they are and um like the the romance in that one is is really great because there was some some stuff that that both of them kind of had to deal with in the past with each other and then they're kind of coming together and it's very sweet and and it's all just so very like low stakes and you know like it's the kind of book that you start out and you're like yeah it's definitely a warm hug and by the time it's over you know you, you're pretty sure it's all going to be fine <laughs> And so, yeah, Lady Rowan, she's she's a very nice person too on on Twitter, um, and I think other people would enjoy her books. Awesome, thank you, Shannon. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> is there anyone else who would like to talk about a, a read that they find as a comfort read? This is Deborah again. I don't want to monopolize the conversation, but it's funny because I really got into the Harry Potter books, you know, what, 10 years ago or something when they were pretty popular, maybe even longer. But this summer I was reading them with my little niece and I kind of fell in love with them again. And it is a series to me that stands the test of time. That's awesome. That's all, It's so good to find a series Ugh. like that. Seeing the along with Harry Potter. Hardcore Ravenclaw. I'm so sorry, but I'm such a nerd. It's fantastic. <laughs> Gryffindor right here. So That's now nice. everyone's telling their, who, what their Harry Potter houses are, and those of us who do not, who have not read them, are probably going, "What? Um, <laughs> yeah, what? What? <laughs> there we go. Well, Harry Potter. <laughs> Did anyone else have a comfort read that they wanted to mention? Mika? Yes, who's hey, that? Hey, it's Debbie. Hi, Debbie. Hey. Well, I love the Harry Potter books. 
and um, I believe that I belong in Gryffindor. Um, Me too. Yay, same here. But what did I, at one point when I played All in Play, one of my names was Hufflebluff. <laughs> <laughs> all in play i was trying to think of that website jeff all in play that was all the in play was poker about. and crazy oh, eights and all in play, yes. i was hot keys i was mostly hot keys but um you know one of the books i love childhood i love children's books too i love to go back and reread them and you know kind of like think of where i was when i read them and you know like what I what I felt they were about and reread them and like oh what's that like now and what was going on with that author and um, I mean I just I enjoy that but you know one of the other things I love is the feel of books like I remember when I had my first soft cover braille book I just would I remember in my being in my room early in the morning before anybody woke up and you know I was whispering about Ted and Sally and you know and 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 just you know reading that stuff and then when I got my first hardcover book wow I thought I was you know really hot stuff I mean I just thought that was the coolest thing but I still to this day I love to smell books I love to feel mm -hmm. books. I love the covers, especially if they're if they're hardcover and they're if they're different textured or different textured paper. I just I do love the feel of books, and I I kind of think that books and sandwiches are similar. <laughs> like the covers are the bread and the and all the stuff that's inside. It's like the inside of the book and the inside of the sandwich. <laughs> I had to think about that for a second because I thought my first thought was, well, sandwich won't give you a paper cut. So. That's true. Well, that's probably true. <laughs> Thank you so much. I know that Jeff mentioned that he enjoys children's books. And Jeff, I I'm love children's books. Yeah. Tell us about And uh, about and, and I just picked up... Um, I just picked up a book that I read as a child and, and actually it was my first talking book I ever got from NLS and actually my first, uh, one of my first braille books as well. And it was one of the books that helped me learn to read actually, um, grade two. Um, and that's Charlotte's Web. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, Audible, Audible released a, a new version of that that is, that is just an unbelievable read. In fact, I bought it around 1030 at night and I thought, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to read it. And I thought, well, I'll fall asleep. And I didn't, I stayed up for, you know, four hours oh, wow. reading this thing and it killed me the next day. But I, it's, it's one of those books that warms my heart. And uh, it's, it's one of the, one of the books that I will cherish forever. It's a, awesome. it's a wonderful, wonderful story. It truly, it truly is. Thank you, Jeff. I heard, I heard Denise yeah, did. slip in here. Yeah, I Denise, did. Could you? Would you Sorry, I was, introduce, I was eating. Oh, I no was problem. eating really first, so I was on ACB radio. I'm Denise Colley from Lacey, Washington, and my uh, my favorite genre is I love psychological mysteries and I love uh, medical mysteries primarily or legal mysteries. Oh mm -hmm. my gosh. Yeah, I did not know good. that about you. I'm, I know I I'm, I'm, I'm totally weird. I read the strangest <laughs> stuff. 
Excellent. Jody Jody Picot has released a number of uh -huh. med I love her. Med medical thriller books. Yes, I love her. And I would I, have to agree. Oh, I'm sorry, Jeff. I've I've read all of her books. She's, yeah, she's I love one of my her favorite books. authors. I've met her once too. I would have to agree with Casey. Probably comfort books for me are I love the O'Malley series also. It was just an absolute great series. And the other series that I really liked is the um Thomas Kincaid um oh god what are they um I can't think of the name of the series it takes place up in the in the northeast in the Boston area come on readers advisors uh, <laughs> what are the a series um Cape Light yes Cape, yeah the Cape Light series thank you I love that series what's it called it's the Cape Light series and it's about this town and um, uh, it kind of goes through the, the, they, the mayor is a, is a woman and it talks about her and she has a daughter that she had adopted out and they get reconnected. And then the, the mayor's sister, um, <clears throat> I know it just talks, all these people are just one big family and it's just fun to read and see the characters come to light. That's my kind of reading. I like. Yeah, it's that, it's a great. It's, it's a whole bunch of them in the series. Okay, whole bunch of them. That might now might our cozy out. mysteries, just so that I am aware. So like, um, our cozy mysteries, kind of like the written form of like Murder She Wrote, where it's like your small town, but not a lot of violence, but it's more. Sort of. Yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah. yeah. It's like the seaside knitter, seaside I would say, yeah, I like would say it. seaside, yeah, seaside knitters is a great example of cozy mystery. I love that series too. You know, I have to, this is Shannon, I have to say that I did not think that I was, would ever be a cozy mysteries person, but I've been doing this project at work. I work at the, at our local talking book library, um, and there's not a whole lot of work I can be doing <laughs> right now. Um, but I have found, I, I think I found that the, that the kinds of cozy mysteries I want to read apparently all just involve being in the English countryside. <laughs> um, I found these, I found these books, I think her name is Susan Wittick Albert, called The Cotton Tales of Beatrix Potter, and they, like, it, like, not only is Beatrix Potter solving some mysteries, but so are all of her animal friends, and I, <laughs> that would be a thing I would be into, but I really, really want to read those. <laughs> I think I need this in my life. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else want to mention a comfort a comfort read? I do. Again, it's me, Natalia. Go for it. Um, I think just to kind of tie back to the children's books, I think one of the first books I read in fourth grade when I first became an avid reader was Where the Red Fern Grows. And that yes. book made me cry. Love so that book. Hard. Oh my gosh. I didn't realize I was an empathetic reader until I stormed into my parents' room. And I was like, this is so unfair. <laughs> and it was a braille book. So they had legitimately no idea what I was going on about. <laughs> but let's, let, let's do a round of what did your third grade teacher read to you? Oh, that one is that book. <laughs> that, that's that going to, that's going to, this, this is a, at least for me, it, uh, some of my most memorable uh, memories of school 
were when uh, I got read to when I was very young. Mm -hmm. And one of the books that, that sticks in my memory is How to Eat Fried Worms. <laughs> I can truly and say it, my teacher it, never read that one. <laughs> and it was and it, <laughs> <I missed that. laughs> and, it, and it was 16 chapters of which 15 of the chapters was a worm a chapter, see? And the, <laughs> the, uh, the, the kids in the story uh, bet this one uh, this one boy that he couldn't eat 15 worms and he they would let him eat a worm however he wanted to eat it and so she would read a chapter a day it took three weeks to get through that book and we were mesmerized <laughs> by that <laughs> yeah i feel like that's familiar but maybe i blocked that out if you if you want a if you want a fun children's book that's very very you know childlike go get it. It, it, it you can read it if you read it fast you can read it in about you know an hour and a half two hours oh that's delightful this is shannon can i i i just wanted to to say um when Natalia was talking about where the red fern grows in college, I took a, a children's literature class for fun. That's why I became a library person. <laughs> um, and they, what we had to do was we had to read a, a book, a children's book every week and kind of write a little report about it. So one of the books I read, I think it was required for the class. Um, she wanted us to read Because of Winn-Dixie by Kate DiCamillo. Um, which was published long after I stopped being in third grade. Um, but I, it, it's about a girl and a dog. And they're, they're like the latter part of the book, I was just waiting on, on Tinder hooks for something bad to happen to the dog. And um, spoiler alert, the dog is fine. And I feel like my whole report to the, to the teacher at the end of that was, oh, my God, she didn't kill off the dog. <laughs> important. I do not. That is so important. That is important. That is, I will not read animal books. That, so I because of Win dixie is what it's called. The dog is fine. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> my teacher made me read Old Yeller. And let me just say that. Oh God, I could probably talk about children's book and probably how they affected me for, the, for a really long time. I don't consider that to be a children's book, really. Oh, yeah, but <laughs> can we have somebody else join us? The area code is eight one three. Hello, eight one three. If you could introduce yourself and let us know your name, where you're from, and what your favorite genre of book is, and make sure you're not muted. <laughs> when you do that. Okay, hi. Uh, my name is Kelly. I am from Florida, and my favorite genre is uh, I'd probably say um, suspense <laughs> or psychological fiction. Oh, okay, lots of, lots of psychological fiction people in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Cindy. I, yes, Cindy. Um, I want to piggyback on children's books and to say that when I was working in the school district, um, a lot of times, you know, when you're teaching young people to read Braille, you want them to have something meaningful to read. So a lot of the curriculum that Braille instructors provide young people, say, seventh and eighth graders, is like 
these silly words and and silly sentences that are ridiculously immature and weird, silly. And so I felt like that and and this tended to work for me. Um, I would work with students on reading stories and they were often stories that were probably more for the third to fourth grade level. Um, but we would share read. So they would read and then I would read. And so I would model reading for them and then they would read. And uh, and I got really good at reading upside down, by the way. So I'd, I'd kind of follow like what they were reading. And uh, But one of the books that that we last read together was Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, I, it was love, two, I love that book. It was yeah. two volumes and it was just sheer magic. Yes. Um, and like if that was a sandwich, I mean, that would be like tuna with avocado. I mean, it was just so good. <laughs> and And it was a fun one to read, especially when there was like, like the sing song, you know, when um, the Oompa Loompas. Well, that and when um, Willy Wonka is, you know, do you remember in the movie when the boat is going faster and faster and he yes. oh, yeah. says this, yes. this limerick kind of sing song? And it was just amazing fun to read. Um, I had to read it over and over again a couple of, you know, more than more, twice. Um, but anyway, that is definitely a fun read, and uh, of course, did you read the sequel? Thing. No. The Great Sequel's Glass great. Elevator. It's really the Great Glass good. Elevator. It's so great. Oh my gosh, it's it. wonderful. Okay, awesome. all right. Sequel. I might have to get Cindy, that. One that might have to be our book. Yeah, <laughs> that, that might read. be fun. That might be fun. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, just thought it. Thank you. Is yeah. that Casey that was trying to say something? Yeah, when I was young, uh, uh, I did this both in talking book and braille, but two of my favorite kids' books are My Friend Flicka and Thunderhead. Oh, I love My Friend Flicka. Oh. That's a, that, I, I think I read those two, two or three times, even as an adult. They're, they're just great, great books. I, one of my favorite, um, so... When I was younger, I discovered um, the Seelings Braille books for children. That I think I discovered them like when I was technically not considered a child anymore. But I really loved those. I love the idea of being able, and National Braille Press as well, when they came out with the Harry Potter series. Um, mm -hmm. I've only read maybe like three books in the Harry Potter series, but I bought them just because I could right like i it was like the first time that i could really buy a book and read them at the same time or very close to the same time that sighted people um were, were having the opportunity to read the books um and then seedlings also had great books and so one of my favorites um that i read at the seedlings braille book was bridge to terabithia by um i think it's kathleen patter Catherine Patterson, Kathleen Patterson, Catherine Patterson. Um, and it is, it's definitely a bittersweet book. Oh man. <laughs> Natalia's about to cry. Just I really for me, am. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and, 
And it was just, you know, just this such a good, good book um, and magical in its own in its own way, because it really dealt with unconditional love and unconditional friendship and these kids making this magical world when their own world maybe wasn't necessarily that good. So, um, so yeah, so I like, I like that. And pretty much anything like Roald, Roald Dahl, who wrote the um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Um, my other favorite from him is the BFG. And so the bit which stands for Big Friendly Giant. And that one is probably one of the darkest children's stories I've ever read. Why? <laughs> um, because there's, well, there's a bunch of bad giants who like eat kids, I guess. Yeah, it's really so it's, intense. It's dark. <laughs> That's the one Lord I never read, actually. Um, but it, but even then, you know, like kids who are like in orphanages trying to find families and who are trying to like find, forge their own family is always the sweetest thing for me to read. Mika? Yes. We had another person join us, Cassie. Hello. Hello, Cassie. Hi. Sorry I'm Hi. late. Children. Oh, okay. Could you introduce yourself and tell us what your favorite genre is? Um, well, my name is Cassie Spangler, and right now my favorite genre book is uh, Goodnight Moon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but when I'm not trying to get my kids down to bed, um, <laughs> I enjoy a good, uh, a good mystery, Mary Higgins Clark. Yes. Oh, Mary Higgins Clark. Oh, very it made me so sad writer. when she passed away. Yeah, yeah. I read it one. Cassie, where do you one. live? I am from Boston. Oh, okay, okay. Nick, this Denise. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> and <laughs> some of my favorite books when I was little were the Curious George books. I loved them, and I always yes. wanted George as my cat. <laughs> <laughs> Mika. You wanted George as your cat? Yes. Mika, it's Debbie. <laughs> yes, Debbie. Did anybody mention The Little Prince? That's another book. Oh. I love that book. And I have oh. gone back to that book a lot. That is not just a kid's oh, yes. book. It's got so much depth. And a couple of my favorite parts in it are, um, one, he says um, to, I guess, to the little boy, he says, um, you won't, you think you will miss me, but when you look up at the stars, you will love all of them because you'll know I'm laughing on one of them. And then he talks mm -hmm. about, he, he says, when you learn to love your rose, it'll be better than every other rose. You know, you'll, you'll love it because it's your rose. And, but my very favorite is where he talks about the fox and he says, and the fox says, um, I will, uh, you need to tame me, you need to tame me, you need to come uh, like at the same time every day so I get used to expect you, expecting you. And um, he says, one day I will be gone and you'll cry, but it's because, or I'll cry, he says, because, it's, I'm, because I'm tamed. I mean, it's just, it's so, so sweet. And he also says in there somewhere, he says, um, those adults out there, they never want to know, they want to know what you do for a living, but they don't ask what's the sound of that person's voice. And I remember when I read that, I thought, wow, that's something yeah. we know. We know to wonder what somebody's voice sounds like. Yeah. It's very yeah. touching. 
Oh, wow. I'm going to cry again. Oh, good God. (laughs) (laughs) It's precious. Kind of like the Velveteen Rabbit. Oh, yes. Velveteen Rabbit. Oh, yes. I love that book. I love this. I love this. Did you hear Abraham? Yes, Abraham. Go ahead. Sorry, so the, the book that I was with to as a child and loved when I was a child was uh, Scotty's Picnic. Scotty's and Picnic. It was, it was uh, very funny about these like kids that go on a picnic and try not to get wet and uh, they're trying to help this dog out. It's just pretty funny. Huh. Hmm. I don't know that I've ever heard of that one. I'm going to look that up. Somehow. And then one of my one of my other favorites is uh, a raw a doll one called um, Fantastic Mr. Fox. It's a one we uh, get one by Raw Doll, the same guy. Oh, did thank all you. The I've never read that one either. So very good. It's thank me. You. It's uh, it's almost as funny as uh, BSD and Sally and the Chocolate Factory. Excellent. I was a- What was that? Go ahead. I was a big boxcar kids fan growing up. It was really oh, yeah. I'm, so, I'm like the with you. Yeah. You know, somebody we haven't mentioned is Dr. Seuss. And <laughs> of course. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Dr. Some of his books are really good and they're timeless to like a lot of these children's classics and things. I just recently kind of went fun. back and read the to 500 read Hats. Classic. Yeah. What is it? Sid Silverstein? Oh, I can't think of it. Oh, Shell. 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 Shell Silverstein. Poet. Yeah. Poet. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Children's poems. Yeah. So I know, like, one of my favorites um, when I was a kid was like the Paddington Bear series. And when my mom was stationed <laughs> in um, in Korea at the time, I would read the stories back. So I was probably, I think, at that time, maybe I was in third grade. Uh, or possibly a little younger. And so I remember reading and I tried to read in this god-awful British accent that I had somehow cobbled together. And I would read them <laughs> to her on tape and, I, and it would be like, and then Paddington ate some marmalade. Mummy, do you know what marmalade is? Hey, that's not bad. Have you ever had it in my have you ever had marmalade before, Mom? Doesn't that just sound kind of good? And I would just read these books. And thank God, that cassettes were never to be like resurrected again. Not bad. A mother's yeah. love, right? Yes. And see, I don't even think I was able to get through the whole story because I would just pause and be like, "And what do you think about that, Mom? Can you believe that happened? That's just the dumbest thing I've ever heard, Mom. What do you think will happen to Paddington?" Next? Next, mommy. So, <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, that sounds like my kids. <laughs> you, do a very, you do a very young child's voice. That's very it's, cute. Thank you. <laughs> so, so well, that was, I, this is Deborah, but I, I, I need to sign off. I've got to go to work at get up early, but um, I've enjoyed this, and I'm going to sign. Is it next week on Monday again, or? So next week is a book club that Casey is doing. So please join for that. The book for that one is called News of the World and it's on the website. And then the Monday after that, I will be back here again. So we're just kind of ping-ponging Mondays. Um, News of the World. Who's the author? Casey, who's the author of News of the World? Paulette something. Paulette. Giles. 
Giles. Giles. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Is it on Bard it, or Audible? It or is. It's on Bard. It's 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 an inter very interesting book. I'm about sixty percent through through it. It's very a lot of interesting things happen in the, the I mean, I won't say anymore because it's I considered it, historical fiction. Yeah. Yeah. News so, yeah. so we're so that's going to be next, next week at at um, five thirty Pacific, eight thirty Eastern. That's, so that'll be Casey, okay. and then the week after that, I will be back with another book topic at the same time that we do at, it this time. At, the, at six o'clock. Yeah. On the same okay. line. Excellent. Yeah, yes. it'll be a different time. Guys, I've enjoyed this. Well, and we've enjoyed having number. you. All right, Jeff, you were asking um, when it takes place. It was eighteen seventy. Is the what it said in the news of the world news of the world all right good night everyone good night deborah <laughs> this is judy and two of my oh go ahead judy i was going to say two of my favorite children's books and i actually ended up with two print copies so that my daughters will both have their own copies one is the forgotten door by alexander key he went on to write to escape to witch mountain and then 101 Dalmatians, which is so different from the movie. Wait, that's a I book. I had a book of that. Yeah, that's a book. That's a book. Wow. Yeah, and there's actually like three adult Dalmatian dogs, not just the two that you see in the movie. And unfortunately, Bart, when, when they transition from cassette to, to digital, that 101 Dalmatians has not yet made it onto the bar. <laughs> so. Yeah, maybe on Audible. Thank you, Judy. I'm, I'm, I'm just barred, so. <laughs> so oh I hope I'm just seeing how we're doing on time here. You're Looks like we just have ready to be done. All right. Three minutes. So, um, so I hope that I hope that no matter what, um, actually I hope that you all have found this discussion to be really fun, and I know I love to talk about books. <laughs> it's one of my favorite topics to discuss. Um, and, and, um, I know that we will definitely be doing this again. Like I said, we are, Casey and I are kind of, are, we're alternating Mondays. So next Monday, he will be discussing the news of the world by Paulette Giles on, on his call. And then the following Monday, I will be discussing something, but it'll, it'll be about books. We'll be discussing something. I don't Let's know all read the yet, great but... glass elevator. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we should. That'd be so what, what fun. The book again? What a book uh, club? Uh, News of the world is for the book club. Okay. okay. So and then it's going to be so on the we, same line. Yeah, it's um, all well, different numbers. Yeah, it'll all be oh, different okay. numbers. So pay attention when you get that email. Okay. Okay. Um, and then Cindy, can we give them your email address in case people want to sure give uh, some feedback or come up with some topics or things like that? Yeah. So if you have anything you'd like me to convey to Mika about an upcoming topic around books, or if you have any questions or anything like that, um, my email address is cvanwinkle, so c-v-a-n-w-i-n-k-l-e at acb.org. All right. And thank you all for just spending your Monday evening with me talking about books. I hope that I hope that you are able to find something that really resonates with you and that you will find um, that you will find comforting to read. And um, and we'll just use we'll just fall into these words and and see what happens. OK.
Have a good night. You too. Well, my goodness, we got in here in kind of a weird start, but it's great that we that we worked it out to get in here. So this was a really neat thing about books for people who love to read. And uh, it's been it's been good. My name is Debbie Hazelton. And uh, let's see, can I get this to play just a little bit? Yeah. So stick around for all the good things that are happening on these calls on all of our streams here on ACB Radio. And uh, yeah, stay tuned and stay safe and stay well. How about that? All right. Thanks for being here. Debbie Hazelton signing off. My head begins to spin. I don't understand a word.